Hey Mitch, come and read the Drift ad. All right. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Drift Outfitters in downtown Toronto, Ontario. Drift Outfitters is your source for all things fly fishing. From waders and boots to thread and feathers, Drift has it all. Check in on their website for their latest updates and policies regarding shopping during the pandemic. Curbside pickup for your online and phone orders is a great way to get the gear you need, and they're shipping for free across Canada on orders over 175 bucks. Visit driftoutfitters.com to learn more. Driftoutfitters.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of SoFly. It is uh, uh, mid-January right now, it's cold out there, and we're back here recording another episode, a very uh, special episode, a trip recap of a recent uh, trip we took down to the Bahamas. Uh, my name is Mitch and we've got Aldo. Hey everybody. We've got Yelma. Hey everyone, excited for this show. Oh, Yelma, you're so exciting sounding right now. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I just... I'm yeah, so I excited for this <laughs> show. <laughs> Come on, Yelma, keep it down over there. Jeez, Louise. Uh, we've got Matt. Matt Dodson, how's it going, Matt? Hey, great. Uh, good to see you, Mitch. Good to see you guys. It's, uh, I, I feel like a, like a part of the family now, getting used to this. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Dude, yeah, this man. is like, what, your fourth podcast or slash live stream yeah. with us? That's right. Yeah, and uh, like I don't even yeah number three or something like that trip down uh, together yeah. and, and this yeah. time we we took it together to the Bahamas. Well, I wasn't there, but Aldo and Yoma and you guys and, and you Matt, you guys went down and uh, w- where in the Bahamas exactly were you guys? Andros. Yep, uh, Andros Island, which is uh, the biggest island in the Bahamas. It's a uh, hundred miles long, runs north to south, um, and forty miles wide at the widest point. Um, and it's just a, a short plane ride east of uh, Miami. So it's, it's really close and convenient to get to from uh, Florida, from Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Um, it's pretty unique uh, being such a big island. Um, the only inhabited part of the island is the eastern edge um, mm. because of the, the ground. So it's, it's hard uh, limestone rock on the east side. So that's where all the settlements are. Um, anything... Like the whole western half is uh, pretty much marsh, mangrove, uh, swamp, flats, and really low elevation. So, um, you know, very few. There's a couple fishing camps around there, um, but that's about it. So it's uh, for the size of the island, it's um, just pretty remote feeling and undeveloped, which is Mm -hmm. a great setting for a fishing trip. Yeah, and a hell of a fly fishing destination, right? I mean, like, it's got some yeah. of the best bone fishing in the world. If I were a bone fish, that's where I would want to live. Yeah, it's perfect conditions for them. Setup, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, it felt pretty remote when we were f- flying over it, that's for sure. I mean, like, if you pull up a map, um, you know, working in that Ottawa fly fishing shop, like, reading, it was an Orvis shop, and you know how, like, those Orvis magazines used to be, like, the J. Peterman catalog. <laughs> <laughs> totally. You know? And, uh... And, you know, I always read stories about Andros, so I couldn't believe, one, that I was going there, and two, I was actually flying over it. And, yeah, just, like, if you even look at it on Google Maps, it's, like, it, it doesn't look like anybody lives there. Yeah. 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 yeah I know. Pretty spot on. I mean, to call them towns is, is a, I guess, a, um, 
overstatement really they're they're just little settlements and they're they're kind of connected by you know a couple miles here and there and um, every little settlement um, has its own unique little vibe and um, everybody knows everybody which we got a little taste of yeah Uh, (laughs) big time just a real uh, it's not a touristy feeling place at all it's really authentic and the people there are really nice and happy to see you um, if it weren't for everybody wearing masks because of COVID, they would we would have had the biggest smiles, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, at us and then just welcoming welcoming us with open arms. You know what yeah. I loved? Uh, Aldo and I were sitting at the airport um, heading back to Nassau, and uh, we're in the in the waiting room, and everyone who entered that wait, waiting room, whether they knew you or not, would come in and say good morning. You know, yeah. and you it reminds me of Trinidad. Trinidad is the same way on Andros. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it reminds me similar to Trinidadian culture. Like the, they just do that. It's so polite. It's like, good morning, you know, yeah. and then they yeah. move on with their day. Yeah. It's that like, Actually, yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Bit of a Tarantino way of doing this podcast, but at the end of the trip, <laughs> just <laughs> sit, w- waiting for the plane. Um, uh, yeah. Everyone's just, you know, walking to the airport uh, waiting room, which is just a room about the size mm-hmm. of my apartment. <laughs> which is awesome yeah and it was just like yeah everyone's just like good morning <laughs> i love it it love would never it. happen never happen here no no yeah people no. would think we're crazy if that happened if it was yeah. in pearson yeah exactly. <laughs> kind of pearson. hey good morning everyone what <laughs> people are like what the fuck is gonna blow the plane up <laughs> you know if you notice on the customs form um i i knew the bahamas was my kind of country the first time i went over there when uh reason for visiting uh bone fishing has its own checkbox you know, fly fishing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. Absolutely. When I saw that, yeah, that was great to go on the, the tourism site. And it's not just, yeah, it's not just uh, business or pleasure. It's business, yeah. pleasure, fly fishing, bone fishing, <laughs> <laughs> scuba yeah, diving. Cool. Yeah. It's crazy. Awesome. Yeah. So you guys were pretty remote too, right? Like where you're at. Like I know you're talking about people hanging out and stuff, but like, you flew yeah. in on like uh, just a little plane, like it was uh, a tarmacker, right? You guys landed on a yeah, tarmac and hopped so, off. Yeah, it's phenomenal. You know, it's um, Maker's Air is the airline, and uh, forever they were just uh, a freight company flying, you know, like yeah. Amazon packages to people in those right. settlements over on Andros. Um, then they started, they bought some new planes and started carrying passengers over there, and um, their twin engine. Um, I believe it's a Cessna caravan. I might have my planes mixed up, but, uh, yeah, nice comfort. I mean, the seats in there are more comfortable than the, uh, the giant airline that I flew back to Texas on. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but it's cool that, you know, the pilots in wearing shorts and a captain's shirt and, you know, <laughs> yeah. you would probably wear flip flops, but I, I imagine that there's a rule against that. Uh, but yeah you know and so you uh land it's a it's an hour hour and 10 minute flight and uh my dad described the runway as a driveway Uh, yeah (laughs) embellishing a little bit it's perfectly safe but uh yeah for sure not a big giant runway so well you're just a little more remote you're a little more out there yeah i felt like you're in a movie like felt like yeah. a movie, but that flight was, I'll put it up there with, you know, when we first went to Attawapiskat and that float plane flight, mm-hmm. I'll put that flight, um, yeah. uh, you know, 
Matt and I got a spectacular sunrise. Like over, you know, just as we took off over Miami. Yeah. And that was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're putting a pretty low flying plane by the time you get to the Bahamas. And then you see the flats like starting to like, or just the ocean and the underneath the water and, and then the flats and then the island just like kind of reveal itself mm-hmm. in that, you know, in the only way, like that, those small planes. Like, I think they had like eight seats in the plane, you know, mm-hmm. that was cool. That was to, for that yeah, to be yeah. the first thing that I experienced. So it was like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Those yeah, yeah. He called me right away and told me. The flight pattern, every time I've been there, um, you fly right over the jolters. So when you're actually going to fish the jolters, you're like, that's it. And of course you can recognize it because we all obsess on Google earth before we go on these trips. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But it's just a cool, uh, g- greeting, I guess. Welcome in, into the area. So what are the jolters? You guys keep talking about the jolters and I've been, yeah. I was hearing about them in text messages and stuff. Like what, what, right. is, what is that? It's a, um, a series of keys. So it's in the Bahamas, they spell it uh, C-A-Y. Yeah. Uh, but they pronounce it keys and key a key is a small island mm-hmm. um and so these keys run north up towards the berry islands from the andros mainland and they're connected via uh, a mass expanse of um, white sand flats uh, um, <clears throat> and then you get these tidal cuts these creeks that mm-hmm. run in between them and and that's what connects you know the, the tidal flow to the ocean uh, just just a few miles east i mean sometimes we were fishing ankle deep water that was a quarter mile from two thousand feet of water no oh, wow um, so it's just uh i mean if if you could imagine a bonefish flat um that's what you get times inf- infinitely i mean I've, I've been there a few times and um i haven't I feel like I haven't scratched the surface. There's so mm-hmm. much water to fish. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, it's a well-known spot. However, the first day we were there, we were the only boat out mm-hmm. skiff. Um, and then the second two days, the last two days, um, there was one other skiff out fishing and he was our buddy from Chicago. So it's pretty like it's is that typical like that it, the fishing pressure is like pretty not bad. Yeah, I think it uh you know, I would say a, a busy day uh fishing out of at least the ramp we were fishing out of in uh, mm-hmm. low sound um right on the north edge is uh I don't know maybe four or five skiffs and you'd be like, "Man, it's crowded today." <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And it's such but a, you wouldn't feel it on the water. Vast. Yeah, yeah, no, you wouldn't feel it at all. It's so it's so vast that you wouldn't like Yeah. Like, you know, Mitch, like even in Texas, right? You know, when you start gunning out of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just a lot of water. And uh, yeah. and there are a lot of boats in Texas, of course, but, like, right. there's a lot of water. But here there's just as much, if not maybe more, and, you, like, no boats. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Well, I definitely want to get more, like, talk more about the days and, and, and all that sort of stuff and the experiences on the water. But, like, before we do that, Matt, how long have you been – going to the Bahamas because you, you invited us down. Yeah. Uh, you've been going for a little while. Um, yeah, I think, uh, early 2015 was my first trip to Andros. Uh, my first trip to the Bahamas was, um, my dad took me bone fishing my senior year of high school. I was 18. Oh, that's awesome. And we went to Grand Bahama. Um, and I, it, 
I came back from that trip still not really understanding what the whole process was. Uh, I, yeah. was I was just life changing. And then that's all I knew was throwing a dry fly in Montana. So it was yeah. an eye opening experience. But um, I got an opportunity to go down in 2015 um, through several friends um, in my kind of guide circle. Um, mm-hmm. And as you all know, the fly fishing uh, community is a pretty small world. Mm-hmm. Um, got an opportunity to host some bone, uh, bone fishing trips to a, a small camp on the west side of Andros called Flamingo Key. Um, it's just this little fly-in, sort of, a, a, of an Alaska-style lodge um, yeah. hmm. that's very, very nice. Um, like, what do you mean by Alaskan-style? Like, just so like fly-in, fly-out. Like, so, so the owner okay. has a, the Havilland Otter seaplane. Oh my god! And, uh, there's no roads. You just, you know, he's got a that's dirt amazing. strip. Um, if the strip is too muddy, he'll land on the water. Oh my god! But, that's uh, so cool. They host. Uh, they they have six guests, six to eight guests a week, and they only operate from late October through late May. Wow! So um, I just got lucky through through knowing some great people, and um, anyway, that's where I met Prince, and that's where I really. So I really learned how to saltwater fish and that's where I really caught the bug. You know, it was yeah. hmm. immediately I was just obsessed, you know. So who is Prince for people that don't know? Yeah. So Prince Myers. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> yeah. I've been hearing lots he's, of stories about Prince. Ma- I, I haven't met him yet, obviously. Yeah, but. you know, if you've ever been in a skiff with me um, in Texas or mm-hmm. in a drift boat with me in Montana or anywhere, like I, I usually tell if I go a day without talking about Prince, um, it's, yeah. uh, it's a weird day. Um, <laughs> but he's had a ton of influence on me. He's, um, born and raised in, uh, in Andros. Okay. Um, born in Fresh Creek and then moved North and was kind of raised in uh, Nicholstown where we were. Okay. And, and, you know, I, I kind of jokingly to him call him the mayor yeah. because he just knows everyone um, everyone honks their horn at him. Every, you know, he's, he's big old smile on his face. Um, he, oh, he's always he's smiling. Guiding, he is the mayor. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's the unofficial mayor. mayor for sure. He's got like a, yeah, he's just got like that swagger. Eh? walking around smiling, knows everybody. Oh, he's got oh, a swagger. He runs that place. Mitch, man. <laughs> yeah. He runs it. Put it this way. It's, it's really, it was, it's really good to go to that town and mm-hmm. be, prince's buddy or you know and, and be there right. print. it's like you're on the inside yeah you're part of the yeah, vip crew absolutely right? absolutely yeah. um oh, that's wicked but yeah he's been guiding um bone fishing since the early 2000s yeah um which is a uh kind of a cool story in and of itself um mm-hmm. and he started going to flamingo um over on the west side in I don't know, 2007 somewhere somewhere around then um He's there uh, more than any of the guides. He's there the longest. Um, yeah. Fishes the whole season there. He gets to come back and see his wife and kids and stuff every few weeks and definitely for the holidays and stuff. But um, but when he's not at Flamingo, he's guiding um, folks like us in the Jolters. Right. Which and is kind, so, of, it's kind of his home water, right? Like, is that yeah, fair to absolutely. say? I mean, he's, yeah, he, he actually... Jolters got his first start as a bone fishing guide 
he was out there um, in the jolters um, fishing for bonefish and snapper and stuff for dinner back when everybody used to keep keep the fish they caught yeah. all the time and uh, found these guys these american guys um in kayaks way way out there and they they kind of hailed him and said you seen any bonefish and he's like yeah right over there well they ended up catching a bunch and they came back to town said you should be a bone fishing guide and it's sort of like that's know, where it kicked off idea. oh Sam, so, there you go. that's um, cool i mean he if, if there's anybody that knows where to find fish and how to find fish he's the guy you want so you guys were down there you had the best guide a friend of yours yeah. best guide uh, best host sorry you were best host you guys were like ready to go <laughs> i mean that's like the good recipe right there you know where were you yeah. staying? Where were you staying for this one? You guys were staying. So yeah, uh, again, um, it's good to know Prince. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a duplex villa that's privately owned by some brothers from Philadelphia. Um, okay. that Prince knew just because they've owned this place for 30 years. Um, and through Prince, you know, just talking to him, like, where do we stay? Of course there's plenty of options. Um, yeah. you know, and any of them are going to be great. There's a, um, but this one in particular just fits my style of traveling. Um, you know, I so mean, there's, yeah. What it was, it's, it's amazing. It's like a, you know, it's a four bedroom villa that's split oh. into two halves. Okay. So like there's two units with like two bedrooms and a kitchen and a living room each. Two and like kitchens. the living room and the kitchen oh, yeah. is like an open concept kind of area. And then there's a little, like I would call it, it's fair to say a mud room. In the middle, yeah, lobby, yeah, and it's called a lobby because it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> and a huge... but it's more like a. Sorry, Alda. Yeah, no, go on. No, I'm just excited. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge, you know, with a huge patio right on the beach. It's like that sounds awesome. It's amazing. It's amazing. Airbnb I mean, we... style, yeah, yes. that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, and we, very comfortable. Um, we spent. Every time I've been there, we, I've spent the majority of my time on the porch. Um, right. Just great. looking at the water. Yeah. It's, uh, you hear, awesome. and, and we sleep with the with the sliding glass doors open, especially this time of year. It's cool and there's no bugs. So you get that yeah. nice sea breeze coming through. It's, you know, at, at night um, here at home, I'll, I'll put on like ocean sounds, you know, to yeah. fall asleep. And it was like, if we could record that, I told Aldo, mm-hmm. we could maybe totally you know some spot 100% yeah 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 yeah. 12 hour video on YouTube yeah I slept really well well actually this question Matt can I ask you a question for Mitch sure Um, this is for Mitch's knowledge because I just want him to to feel comfortable the next time he comes but I'm also assuming uh, what is the weather is the weather comparable to (laughs) is the weather comparable to Texas's weather you know because you know let me. This is a Caribbean island that we visited, and yeah. I was not hot. Yeah. I was just comfortable as shit. It was breezy, oh, yeah? sweater it was weather, warm. No, not sweater weather, <laughs> not <laughs> at all. But, but I mean, yeah, you know, is well, it, is it yeah. comparable to Texas? Gets colder, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and maybe even hotter. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the Bahamas just everywhere surrounded by water, even in the summertime, you get a sea mm-hmm. breeze. Yeah, yeah. When it's calm, it's, it's hot as hell. 
Um, yeah. But now is a really good, nice time to be there because it's still warmer than back home, no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're in Key West. Um, yeah, it's January. You guys were down like on the beach. I'm like, it looks yeah. amazing. It was like snowing yeah. here. You know. Yeah. I mean, water is in the 70, you know, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, something. Or, oh, that's something awesome. Like that. Oh, yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, I would say it was. Yeah, I guess Yelma's point is it's it wasn't blazing saddles hot. It was moderate, right. like it was hot. It was you know high twenties, yeah. but you didn't feel like you were gonna like when we were in Tobago mm-hmm. in March twenty Melting. twenty. I was like, by the time the sun was full, like at one o'clock, I was like, I gotta go home. I was like, I can't, wow. I can't deal. I like, I, I can't deal. The sun's too strong. It's way too hot. We've already been here six yeah. hours. I, I just yeah, I yeah. can't. I can't do it anymore. Die. <laughs> but yeah. but um, oh man, I couldn't. You every, totally don't even think about it in the Bahamas. Didn't think about it at this all this time of year. Yeah. Nope. No, not at all. No. Nope. I mean, we're, you know, hotter in the summer. <laughs> like we're covered wow. we were covered up obviously, you know, like sure. we had, you know, long sleeves and everything and sunscreen, yeah. etc. but yeah, it's a, you yeah. know, like the the water is pretty it's not it's not cold, but it's not like bathtub hot, you know. Yeah, that was actually the first time I've been there that I actually didn't take a swim in the ocean out in front of the villa. Hmm. Um, oh. Cuz it was a little it would have been a quick quick dip. A little bit chilly. And that's just because what it's January and it's like it gets a bit colder there at this time yep. of year. Some cold fronts, but that's um, right. generally good for um, the big fish, you know. And, right. and I don't know. First few days, like we we didn't catch. Well, you well other than mine, that got eaten by the shark. Sure. But yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to get into now. I want to get into yeah. like the fishing and the shark biting thing. Yeah. I mean, I saw that video. Well, let's let's start off with just like uh getting there like really quick because like, you guys all kind of took different paths right yelma flew straight to the bahamas although you went to uh florida yeah i met um well <laughs> happy new year everybody we it was new year's day yeah and mm-hmm. i flew out of pearson here at five in the morning um uh everybody in the world was like trying to have a conversation with me because everybody i think was still drunk from the night before <laughs> and they kept like Asked me about my backpack because I had the fish pond backpack. Anyway, yeah, I'm not gonna get into that story, but it was just funny. They, like, yeah. It was like Larry David esque. Like everybody, I'm, I'm like so tired, and everyone's trying to have this longest conversation. Cool backpack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I get to Florida. Um, uh, you know, get into the hotel. Uh, there's a taco place across, um, from the place I smashed some tacos and then Joel was actually supposed to come our good friend Joel Clifton who's you know last time we all saw each other in Texas mm-hmm. um you know he was going to come and shoot this trip and we were you know supported by Rio and Reddington on this trip thank you um but they sent a bunch of gear to Joel's parents place who live in Fort Lauderdale so I yes. went I grabbed the stuff and then by the time I got back Matt was in the hotel room and we had a little night in in Florida. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, wow. We, we went, yeah, we went out for dinner. It was fun. That's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah it actually were, was. There were people. It was my cruising. longest layover yeah. ever. I've never had a night like a, a full right. day layover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Yelma. Yes, next morning we um, well Yelma flew straight to yeah. Nassau, right? Yeah, yeah. I flew net to Nassau, and I stayed at actually really comfortable, clean and. And I'm not just saying this, but it was great. It's called Bell at the Airport Suites, and it's just nice. a half a kilometer from the uh, from the airport there in NASA. Um, 
And it was great. Great service. He, he picked me up from the airport. He called me. He's like, hey, I'm going to come pick you up. I'm like, wait a minute. The hotel owner is coming to pick me up. Aren't you going to? I can get a cab. He's like, no, 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 this is what we do. So he picked me up, took me to my suite, and drove me back to the airport the next day. That's <laughs> awesome. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. So service awesome. right there. Mm-hmm. Did then you, you guys all can, you guys all met up at the airport then that took you to Andros. No. No. Oh. Well, what yeah. the hell happened? So Aldo and I, Aldo and I let, left um, right at dawn on Maker's Air from Fort Lauderdale, flew uh, directly oh, into okay. San Andros, which is um, just inland from Nicholstown, and, and it's kind of just where the airport is. Um, and, you know, you land on this runway in the middle of nowhere and you get out and we cleared customs in a single wide trailer and uh jeffrey the same dude that's been opening the chain link gate for every time i've gone was there and i think he said hey matt but he could have said hey mom like but i like to think <laughs> right. I, i'm gonna he said matt he definitely said matt. yeah yeah so uh anyway that was super easy and then um we, Aldo and I just rigged some gear, um, got settled in the, in the villa and waited on Yoma, who, um, was delayed slightly, uh, oh from just, just slightly. Just so yeah, Yoma, you were coming in from NASA, which is a 15 minute flight. It's a 15 minute flight to Andros. And, um, I was on the plane, uh, on time. So we got on the plane on time, but it was delayed. Uh, I think there was another plane on the runway that was taking its time or there was some sort of traffic on the runway. But then they decide to wait an extra hour for another family or 45 minutes for another family. They're like, oh, there's another family. We got to wait. <laughs> so, okay. So we waited for this I family. And an hour later, I am an Andros, basically. <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, that's all part of I was just saying that's part, all part of the f- fun, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, Yoma's flight was supposed to be, like, at, at land at 9, which actually was yeah. sort of the same time that we were supposed to be there. But then yeah. it got pushed to the afternoon, and then he was two hours behind even that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Matt and I got there before, grabbed the groceries, and, uh, like Matt said, like, showed up at the villa and started rigging gear, um, spooling backing and <clears throat> tying knots and stuff, and... Man, when Prince picked, so Prince picks us up from the airport. So this is my first introduction to Prince, and you know, he's a big dude. He's tall. Like this is a big, yeah. boisterous dude. It was yeah, pretty yeah. awesome first encounter with Prince. You know, big booming voice and giant hand shaking my hand. I was just like, I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, this is Prince. This is the guy I've been hearing about since you know the first time I met totally. Matt in Texas. And then he drives us to the place, and. You can't see the – it's unfortunate, Yilma, the way we took you in because you got to see the beach and the ocean, which it's not a bad yeah. thing necessarily, but we went through the land side of things. And mm-hmm. so when I showed up at the villa, I hadn't seen the ocean yet. And where you park the car, you come over this crest, and then all you see is the beach and then the ocean and the villa, and you're just like, damn. Like that was my yeah. first impression was just like – I was like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, I think I said so, that out loud. I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> I've been there. I've been there before, obviously. So, like, I just sort of—not that I'm uh, numb to it—but I just mm-hmm. get out of the car and grab bags, and um, 
pop on over. I was like, whoa, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the water's like, it's, um, it's impossibly blue, right? And the sand yeah, is impossibly it's... white. And yeah. it's like, you know, gin clear water. And it's just like, you know, crazy got, scenic. It just. Was... And levels of turquoise because, yeah. you know, based on the depth, obviously. And it's just, it's, it's like a gradient. You know, like the gradient, you go on Illustrator, Mitch. You yeah, know, I'm totally. talking design talk right now. And then you do the gradient with the turquoise. That's what the water was like. Well, it's also the first time you're seeing this place that you guys have talked about, like, you know, th- wanting to fish yeah. for so long and everything else, right? So, yeah, it's cool. It was super cool. And, <laughs> and yeah, the place was awesome. And, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, what can I say? It was just that we were drinking. Oh, yeah. It was a hall. It was Sunday, which you can't buy beer at the liquor store on Sundays. And Monday uh-huh. was a holiday, so Matt yeah. and I actually had to go to right. a bar oh, no. and get this guy to open his bar so he could yeah. sell us beer from his fridge. <laughs> another another perk from being there with Prince. I mean, you tell him you got a problem, and he's like, "All right, let me make some phone calls." Yeah. Granted, it was an expensive phone call, but. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Not drink beer? I know, Matt. Yeah. I, th- I think the case of beer came up to ninety bucks, and Matt's like, "I've never paid that much for beer in my life." I'm like, "Well, don't move to Ontario." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Seriously. Oh my god. Shit. So yeah, we got Love beer. It. We got Yilma um, at the airport, <laughs> and Sorry, uh, and that was kind of that was the arrival day, and then it was just yeah. it was just eating dinner and getting all stoked for, for the first day of fishing. Yeah. That was great. I remember when I got I got off the flight and I, I heard this boisterous man. I'm like, "Oh, is that Prince?" He's like, "Yeah, I, yeah, it's Prince." And it was it was funny. You had to be there, folks. Yeah, if you're listening, you had to be there for that joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, okay, you guys crash. You get up the first day. How many days were you there again? Four, right? Three, Three days of fishing. Three days of fishing. So two, day two, one, two travel days. Yeah. Yeah. Two tra- yeah. So day one, you get the rods together. Uh-huh. What happens? What's the first? What's the what first is, impression uh, we get on the? You get on the boat first, right? Reddington sent us down with sent down. Uh, what they send? Two, An eight rods. weight and a nine weight setup. Uh, Predator rods and Grande reels. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so you busted those out, mm-hmm. popped them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, Prince's. Uh, you know we. You know, I would say a pretty modest start, like uh, pickup time. Like he was picking us up at a quarter after eight. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, um, because the, it was because of the tide, right, Matt? Like the tide was pretty high. The tide, yeah. Um, it, it, it fishes best there on, on a low tide on either side of that low. Um, I think I've had better fishing on the falling tide as it gets low, but, um, really that combined a high tide in the morning combined with, uh, the low sun angle and we're trying to sight fish. So, um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's civilized. It's country club hours. It's great. Oh, right. it's, it's amazing. Yeah, so we, you know, Prince picks us up at quarter after eight, and it's a very short drive to um, the boat ramp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we load up the skiff, and all of a sudden it's just like, well, Yama, that was your first time seeing a polling skiff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Right. Fir- yeah, it was a lot of firsts this trip. Yeah, and I, yeah. I had been there before and, and heard Prince talk all about it before, and that was the first time this is the first trip that I've fished from the boat. So 
Yomo, oh, really? it was your first experience on a skiff, and we actually did use it for its designed intent. Because yeah. normally, how do you fish? You just like go to the flats and kind of walk yeah. and anchor catch. up, and then walk until it gets ankle deep and start catching fish. <laughs> so, why were you guys casting from the boat this time? Oh, the high tide. High tide. Um, we're right. waiting okay. for the tide to yeah. drop. Yeah. So once yeah, it's fish, down, you guys, yeah. The fish school we're up kinda... uh, high tide because the sharks yeah. come in and that's their defense mega mechanism. So you might, if, if you found a flat shallow enough to walk at high tide, you might be walking yeah. a long time before you find a fish. But if you find a fish, you're going to find a hundred fish kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Man, the sharks were insane. Like the pictures you guys yeah. sent me of the sharks. There were oh, so many sharks. Yeah. Is that normal? <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Uh, sorry, he's <laughs> asking Matt. But Matt, uh, quick, quickly, I just want to say one thing before yeah. because there, out of all the sharks, I mean, there was one shark when we were on the flat that freaked me out. Only because it came, Prince and I were about 15 feet from each other and a six foot lemon shark uh swam right between us mm-hmm. and and i thought it was going to circle me because like you know i hear like they circle you to kind of like figure out what you are it wasn't circling me which was good but i i got a little freaked out I must yeah, say. And Prince is like, come on man yeah yeah on, Prince is like, get your cast together man. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a shark circling you yeah most of the time well, it, it wasn't circling but you might see some sharks like once, once when you hop out of the boat initially, because the boat's got to be in deep enough water to be able to exit, so it doesn't get stuck right. on the falling tide. But then you walk up to a point to see tailing fish, because that's kind of what it's all about. At the falling tide, those fish move in shallow enough where they spread out and get happy and start working slow, and, and it's shallow enough when when they tip down to eat, their tails come out of the water, and that's the epitome of saltwater mm. fishing fly fishing um but yeah so once they're up there they feel comfortable because there's virtually no sharks right 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 yeah i mean there were a lot of sharks but i mean i, I you can't say it. I, I never felt unsafe even though you know you know maybe you did but um, rational but yeah when bit. we when we uh you know we start off the day day one you know we we, we happen upon a pretty big school of fish which you know, I got. I felt like I was doing a pretty good job spotting fish in Texas. Yeah. I was like, couldn't see a bonefish like for the life of me. At least the first day, and there were like maybe fifty in this first school. Yeah, and yeah, that is uh, sorry, it was four or five feet of water, and, and you know, it's, that's true. It can be tough to really spot them. Yeah, but it was cool, man. Like we, you know, we 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 happened upon your first fish, and honestly, Matt's first cast. You know, because uh, Matt fished first, uh, just so we could see, you know, what... Because, you know, it's feed, feeding bonefish is a little bit different than feeding redfish, which is what I was used to, which is those, you know, little bump, bumpy bumps. And, yeah. And then, you, and then you strip set. These are longer strips, and the casts are typically longer than redfish. Is that fair to say, Matt? I was yeah. finding that anyway. Yeah. Right. And so, you all know, Matt's on long. a fish pretty much right away, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, Yoma, you're up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I got the camera. <laughs> And Yoma, was what was that like? Uh, it was yeah, four, four, or three anglers watching you, and you're, you're like yeah. first casts in a while, you know. It's like, yeah, I, I know. Uh, yeah, it was it was a it, it wasn't as nerve wracking um, as the you know how, you know compared to how nervous I got when I was on the flats, Mitch. But right. um, 
Yeah, no, first cast, I, you know, I had a. Was it the first cast that had the fish, or was it the second? Yeah, cast? pretty yeah. much. I think it was like the first. Are you always yeah. casting like to a fish, or are you sometimes blindly casting? Is it always, always sight fishing, or is always, it sometimes you're like, no, always sight fishing, always. Always, always sight fishing, fishing yeah. in the sense that if even if well, Prince sees something. it, even if you don't, and right? You yeah. might see cast it, there. He doesn't, but yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Fishing. Okay, I think it was like one or you know my first or second cast, and then I got, you know, I got a. A huge pull and yeah. uh i don't know if it got all the way into my backing but pretty close on this one um but i fought it for quite a bit and um you know I, to the point where I'm, I'm using the you know i'm using the butt of the the rod on my chest sometimes or on oh, my okay arm, i thought you're you gonna know. start talking about different muscles in your arm and i was like all right come on now <laughs> This is when I was using my huge biceps. Yeah. My traps yeah. were really Flexing engaged. And yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, the thing ran, and you were like, holy shit, this is a big fish. Yeah, it ran. I what think was, it was everybody doing? Was everybody yelling different stuff at you? Deep the no. rod tip up. Don't let the thing. Was everyone just well, silent? <laughs> no, I mean, I think for this one, I think it eventually got to that point. Oh, yeah, Mitch, it got to that point. You know, some cast. But right. this one... <laughs> This one was just like all those. Like, oh, good man, good. Everything was like good, good job, good job. Keep it up, do this. Oh, Matt was. Did you get being... the fish in? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But before I got the fish in, Matt yeah. was. You know, he was. There was some points where I was bending the rod in the same direction the fish was going. It's like opposite direction. Right. Get it to the boat, um, yeah. and he was trying to get me to bring it over. To, uh, further away from the motor, away from yeah. the, the skiff, skiffing pole, skiff mm-hmm. pole, skiffing pole. Push pull. Either one's fine. Push pull. All right. The skiffer. Skiffer <laughs> And uh, yeah, well, so I, you know, I yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and then as soon as I okay, so close to the end that yeah. I, you know, it went underneath the boat, mm-hmm. and I had the rod and I was bringing it up, and before I could bring it up, I felt a little pull and some splashes, okay. and there were two lemon sharks just below the tail of my bonefish. And then oh, in man. a split second after that, half of the bonefish was gone. Jesus. And I saw the whole thing. I saw the bite of this lemon shark. Lemon shark was about four, four and a half feet. And it, it was the cleanest cut yeah. I've ever seen because, yeah. the you know, yeah, I was, you know, I felt a little pull and splashes in the beginning, but that cut, if I didn't see that the, the, the fish, the shark was there, I wouldn't have really felt, felt it. it. Yeah. Jesus. And I pulled well, it up. And, sharks, yeah. I guess. Dude, yeah, that was... The, I, I know they're not interviewing me right now, but I just got to say, this is the the most uh, incredible uh, uh, experience that I've had fishing thus far because of, you know, this is the stuff that I would put in a factor fishy or that I would just YouTube, you right. know, yeah. and see these videos because... There were factor, factor fishy moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was a lot fishy. of factor fishy moments. Yes, exactly. And I just, yeah, I was I was blown away. I didn't express moment. it at the boat, but I just now I'm yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, you did. You were like, yeah. you turned the camera. You're like, that's the fucking craziest thing I've ever done <laughs> in my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it's this moment of you know, obviously, you don't want this to happen. You don't want no. a fish to die because you're reeling it in, right? So, mm-hmm. um, right. you know, when this happens, you know, we anchor up and find some other fish because there's too many sharks around. Yeah. But right. you know, Yilma did an awesome. Uh, you know, job reeling it in, and I didn't obviously haven't seen the fish at this point. I've got the camera on Yilma, so all I'm looking at is Yilma reeling this thing in and trying to, yeah. you know. But when the head comes up, this was a 
huge bonefish. This is the biggest bonefish yeah. I've personally ever seen in my life. And I was like, wow, that was a big fish. And to Yoma's point, the cut was so clean. It's like, remember, yeah. you remember, you know, Mitch, you always make that joke when you're like fishing for pike and you, you forgot to put the steel leader on and it just takes your totally. fly and just goes, you don't even totally. notice it taking yeah. your fly. That's yeah. kind of what it was. It was like this clean beep, cut. Yeah. And it was, you know, it, it all happened God. right at the boat. Like he kept it away from the, uh, you know, the sharks and, but the shark, there must've been one just under, well, must've, there was one right underneath the boat. And fortunately mm-hmm. that happened, but, um, but that was a pretty crazy first, you know, sequence. And the video is crazy. I saw the video and I was like, Jesus, like, yeah, <laughs> no, out of the water. Obviously you, you don't want to be the reason that a bonefish gets eaten. Totally. But yeah. it's just going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. and as far as like, how we manage things like we didn't stay around too much longer. And, um, no, it, after that, it got pretty sharky and we moved, but then again, and, and, you know, we wanted to, y'all were partly there. I mean, mainly there, uh, kind of for business. I mean, we had, we had a shot list and, uh, some mm-hmm. things to get on camera. And, um, one of which was, was fish, you know, evidence that we, we did catch fish. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the tide is high like that, um, we just, we were fishing barbless and every fish yeah. was released with a release tool and not handled at all, uh, because yeah. of that. Um, yeah. now when, when we got up into the really shallow stuff, like we were talking about where, you know, their tail fin and dorsal fin are out of the water, mm-hmm. there's no sharks around. And so as long as you handle them with care and, and keep those fish wet, mm-hmm. um, that's when we were able to, to do uh, some some fish shots. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, that's no. That's it's a good thing to point out, you know. Way. Yeah, that really yeah. Like we're not trying. We're not trying to like. No, sorry you know, about my kill fish for, for pictures. You yeah. know, what yeah. I mean? like we're, <laughs> you know, we're trying to be as. Yeah. Oh, um, the but, sharks got to eat too. You know, yeah. And, yeah. and, and keeping excited, one but, fish yeah. in the Bahamas is is uh, yeah. not legal anymore. But in that yeah. case. Um, you know, Prince took the the head and you know a quarter of its body oh, yeah. that was left and put it in the back hatch, and and Jessica made stewed fish with it. Oh, I think it's probably there you go. or something. Yeah, but yeah, you know, so nothing was they nothing use, was wasted. They they live off the resources, and and while they don't go and catch stringers of bonefish anymore and bring them home and cook them because they realize there's economic yeah. value to those fish. Mm-hmm. Um, if hey, you know instead of throwing that back in and bringing more sharks in, I'm going to, you know, he's going to put totally. it in the trash and, and get some good stewed fish out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, but yeah, we, you know, we spent half the, actually we spent every day kind of like that. We started off on the boat, pulling, finding schools of fish. And like, honestly, I've said this before about bonefish. Yeah, they're pretty agreeable fish. Like they can get spooky like any fish can. Yeah. yeah. But you know, uh, if you put a good cast on them, yeah, you know, and if you yeah. present the fly well, yeah. they tend to make eat. Them see it and let them eat it. It's kind of the two. Yeah, make that's them it. S- and they will most of the time, eh? Make them see it, yeah. let them eat it. I love that. That's that's totally yeah. the case. That's the yeah. right. You know, if you've got anything kind of close to what they're eating, you know, uh, yeah. I've always found in my limited experience that they eat. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like and redfish in that way. Uh, you know, if they're if they're on, if they're feeding. 
and you present well uh again limited experience like i've you know i've had them we caught a ton of fish from the boat that day and every day actually fly selection was all about weight you know as long as as long as it was something that they could see um which is generally bigger than what you might fish in mexico or belize for bonefish but um it was it was all depth um Mm -hmm. obviously in boot top depth with tailing fish you weren't going to throw a lead fly um because it would spook them um but if you were if we were in three four feet of water with a bunch of current um prince's fly the the island girl actually has two tungsten barbells on it um Mm -hmm. so it, it is quite heavy um, and it, it can get down and, and in front of those fish's face. And, um, yeah, that was a problem. I love that. Like Aldo said, and- boat boat fishing in the morning and then a tide would switch and, and we'd put our boots on and go wade. Hop in. Which- and the fishing the whole first day was just like, it was great. Great fishing the Beautiful. whole day. Sunny. Beautiful. Amazing. Pretty calm. Yep. Wow. Yeah. When My we, favorite day when- of fishing was actually, oops, sorry. Go on, Yuma. No, I was just saying. Keep, my keep favorite Tarantino day on this thing. My favorite day of fishing was the last day. <laughs> We're on day no, one. <laughs> <go, go>, <laughs> um, no, I was just saying. Like, I, I think the the other notable thing about t- that day um, was for the first time we got off the boat, and I started flying the drone immediately over the. That's and I realized, you know, I was I was, I was like, you know, trying to get a shot of Yilma and Prince walking together until I realized there's like a school of a hundred bonefish right out in front of them. So then I start oh, flying, yeah. you know, I point the camera straight down and I bring the drone up and I'm literally in the boat. Like <laughs> my mouth is like open. I'm like, are those all fucking fish? And those, and they were all just this huge bonefish school. And then you see the sharks and barracuda like weaving in and out of them. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. I think like in terms yeah. of nature. And I was like, yeah, I'd like, you know, you see these shots and, planet earth or whatever and or you know you know some pretty awesome videos on costa or like some you know our last yeah. guest nick price is taking his, you know looking at some of his images and all of a sudden i'm oh, seeing yeah. this bonefish school get worked by six sharks like the battery life is 30 minutes and i flew it for the full 30 and it was noticeable for by the time i started the flight to ending the flight the size of the school was smaller it's crazy eh yeah, yeah like you could see that the fish weren't you know, as dense as they were before, maybe because some yeah. of them just ran off, but probably because mm-hmm. most of them were getting eaten. And, yeah. you know, we weren't Jesus. really hooking that many fish or any from that school. And rightfully so, like yeah, I wouldn't yeah. eat anything if I was like getting marauded by sharks, yeah, uh, but it was a cool yeah. experience. Like just seeing that and witnessing that was, was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Once we realized that was pretty wild um, that the sharks were, were working in there. Prince was like, you know, and we all kind of, thought at the same time like all right let's move you know let's move on yeah, yeah. let's go <laughs> let's, let's go. move it on yeah. and then yeah we got a wicked um wicked end to the day on you know this as the sun was setting we stayed out i think later than or at least prince made it seem like later than yeah. normally that was we, later especially for that time of year, for this time of year mm. um, you know we you kind of lose your good light at three thirty. Mm. you know four and we were coming yeah. in at 5.30, you know. So he, he was keeping us out for that tide because it was still falling, still still skinny. And as long as you could see the tails, you were in good shape. 
But Matt, you caught one right at sunset pretty much, and that made for some pretty pretty yeah. epic lighting. <laughs> yeah. If I do say so myself. <laughs> well, that's, and that, that's, I learned a lot um, spending three days. I mean, I, of course, I've pulled a boat for you guys um, quite a bit for to get content and, and photo shoots and stuff like that. But um, to be to be the angler or an angler for, for that, um, I learned a lot, you know, mm. uh, in a, in a lot of ways and, and necessary, you know, the light necessary for ideal fishing conditions might not be the light necessary for really right. good quality images. Um, mm-hmm. which was cool. It kind of, you know, and this might be early, but segueing into the next day, it was cloudy and, and I was kind of like down in the dumps about it when I woke up and Aldo and yeah. Yelma were like, no, this could look really good. And so. Right, right, right. Lifts the spirits a little bit. Yeah. Silver lining. And it yes, did look. It's obviously good. tougher to, tougher to spot fish. Right. Yeah, obviously. Right. And these things the, are hard to, they're pretty hard to spot anyways. Like anyway, when it's sunny yeah, or no, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll be coming at you and facing you and on that white sand, yeah. it just stands out like a black torpedo and then they'll turn sideways and you'll be like, it's like camo. Like, yeah. 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 Well, they're like, the scales are a mirror of everything around. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, true, eh? it's like, and, and their backs, you know, you start looking at their backs and they're kind of modeled. And then you realize, especially when you're shooting from the drone, like it looks like, you know, their backs actually look like dappled sunlight. All yeah. Over the waves. They're yeah. perfectly camouflaged. Like totally camoed in. Yeah. They're amazing fish. And their belly's yeah. flat, so they can swim like, I think like twenty nine miles an hour. I think I, I wow. wow. um That's crazy. Swim that fast in six inches, seven inches of water, which makes them one of the coolest fish to fight on a fly rod. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't have one fish that didn't take me into my backing. Every fish really? I hooked, every fish I hooked, and I fished less, the least out of everybody, but. Every fish I hooked went into the backing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh Mitch, Aldo tied uh, my backing <laughs> to my fly line, and it held up. It held up. Yeah, I was. Oh, there you go, dude. I was stressing like that. <laughs> Matt and I were putting together the reels. He's like, he's like, hey, do you know how to tie a bimini knot for the backing? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I do but like uh, i usually yeah, I, I do i usually tie them for like you know trout reels <laughs> like, totally we're like i'm matter, i don't have to worry yeah. about this <laughs> yeah exactly. so i was like <laughs> that, never seen you again yeah but that first time i saw the backing knots go out i was like okay here we go it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome all good, yeah, you, hear the, all good. you hear that click click as it goes out and you're like sweet it's still on you know yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 or also when it comes back is another good feeling you're yeah. like the dunk 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 and you're like okay <laughs> sweet i was using yeah. one of my old setups and a couple of times aldo was rock walking with me taking pictures and you'd hear it go through my guides and each time we'd be like ooh, like it's on it's <laughs> <last line. laughs> it's coming up yeah, yeah it's ding, coming ding, up ding. i love it yeah. yeah we uh you know okay so oh oh I was going to say day two. Oh, yeah. Did you got more two. day one stuff? No, just the last thing, which is like, you know, Jessica, um, which is uh, Prince's wife, cooks all yeah. the dinners. Okay. And Prince brings them to the villa. And I just wanted to mention that the food's just spectacular. Yeah. Just awesome. Just man. every uh, night was. That is nice. So just the, just every awesome. night the food. The first night was steamed snapper. Second night was like garlic shrimp. 
you know, fresh seafood. Mm-hmm. One night was ribs. The last night was Cornish hens. It, 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 it really was a treat. Like, and a lot of food too. Like a lot of food, you know? Yeah. yeah. We were, we were walking a long way, you know, and, and um, we just made, you know, kind of kindergarten uh, style ham sandwiches for lunch. And we'd pound those on the flats and then, you know, you come home and, you know, Jessica brings over this massive dish of the best Bahamian, you know, style food you could ever imagine. Oh man, that's awesome. That's a nice, uh, mm-hmm. that's a wicked touch and that's such a good way to end a day too. Yeah. A day like that on the water. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. That's wicked. Yeah. Okay. So day two then you said you woke up and you were sad, Matt, and Aldo was happy because yeah. the clouds, you know, it's kind of your typical <laughs> Bahama breeze. Uh, it was blowing, yeah. blowing a solid 15. Um, which is no big deal, but it just makes, you know, throwing certain directions more difficult. Yeah. Um, but the clouds, you know, and, and so as it's, as saltwater flats fishing, um, enthusiasts, you know, the, the, um, combination of wind and clouds, uh, is, is kind of a bummer. You, You can, right. You can do really well with clouds and calm. And you can do really yeah, yeah. well with wind and sun. Um, and 15 wasn't bad, but there were gusts a little higher, maybe 20. And, uh, but, you know, it, I mean, it didn't, like Yoma said, I think that was my favorite day of fishing too. I, I kind of got on a roll um, on the falling tide and, and we did great pulling around. Like the, the visibility actually wasn't that, that bad. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did great. I, I, I honestly loved the second day, Matt. That was my favorite out of the three. Yeah. Why? Why'd you like it so much? Um, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I think it's just. I, oh well, I think this is it. Um, because <clears throat> I caught my first bone chip, bone fish on the flat on the second day. Yeah. Mm. Wade, wade fishing. That was it. I, yeah, wade fishing on the on the on the flats. I think it like how, how long do you think that is? Probably like a kilometer diameter that flat that we were on oh yeah Half mile i should say oh, man oh, it would yeah. it was i felt like we could walk it's off one the, end of the biggest ones i've ever seen mm-hmm. and that's it's actually my favorite one there i've every time i've gone i've fished that a few times and it just seems like it's always productive there's sort of it's sort of shaped like a football field like it it sort of slopes up in the middle you know like mm-hmm. a football field would be to, to drain water and so you just you can find that magical depth depending on the tide where those fish are moving, and uh, it slopes off gradually. So, so you can stay there for a longer period in that tide. Um, yeah, and the fish just seem like at, at some point they're going to be really happy and and catchable. Well, this is how flat it was to give perspective. Aldo was running <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> so. That is how flat that flat was. Yeah, I kind of like, you know, when you were patrolling the flats, I'd try to, like, position myself in between you guys. So if one of whoever caught a fish first, I could, like, run off in the direction of whoever did that. Um, But, yeah, I mean, day two was, like you said, it was cool. It was cool because, you know, obviously the lighting looked really amazing. We started the mm-hmm. day off Prince tying flies, actually, at the lodge, which I thought that was kind of neat. You yeah. know, he was tying his pattern that, you know, we got to know the sweet island girl and 
and he talks about that in the interview that at the end of the show that we're going to put up with Prince, but, um, but that was a cool way to start the day. And then we were, you know, again, started on the boat. So, so just, you know, just like, you know, the cool thing about, you know, obviously fishing at the flats is from a polling skiff is not only just catching fish and being stealthy, but everything else you get to see, you know, like the rate we were tons of giant rays swimming by the boat and, you know, tons of sharks, which, you know, it makes the fishing annoying, but they are beautiful creatures. Like it's a pretty crazy thing to witness. And uh, just like the wildlife that you get to was cool too. Right. So, and I was like, hopped off the boat and walking in the mangroves, taking pictures of you guys. And there was like a baby shark and turtles and stuff. I was like, man, this is crazy. And we were hooking fish. Like, how can you yeah. complain? Yeah. You know, and then, and then, you know, we got off, uh, you know, got off the boat and hopped on the flat and then, and spent the, you know, a good, good portion of the day on, on the flat, uh, you know, catching fish and Yilma, that's when you took a few tries. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so uh, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't tell Mitch this yet, but uh, yeah, I um, I was with Prince and it was very windy and I took eight casts, eight shots at, a, you know, at a bonefish and I, one, one out of the eight shots, I caught a bonefish. So, uh, you know, it was eight different fish, Mitch. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> la- what? wait till you come to the Bahamas, man. It was windy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get, um, you get excited, you know. You, you I get excited. And, and I, and exactly, um, Matt. I, I was, Matt, I was getting excited. I was forgetting to punch it. You know what I mean? Each time, and you know. Well, uh, Prince explained this uh, fairly well to me. Um, Basically, I was casting. Actually, Aldo and him were, you know, were watching me pretty closely, and um, and I was casting like I was fishing for pike or musky, right? So my hand was, you know, high, versus you know my elbow really low and tight to my body, right? Um, so those loops weren't tight enough, where they were kind of like hitting the wind um, and going through it, versus exactly, and it's getting taken aw- taken away mostly. So, but as soon as I exactly so you know there's been but then when i would remember to do it then it would go but i would remember to do it when there would be no fish around you know i remember to do it (laughs) at the wrong time so but on the very last time this you know i was luck i kind of got a little lucky because the school was about four or five of them you know they were coming with the wind and i'm like fuck and then person's like no no they're turning they turned and they went around so i had a chance to kind of like be uh, perpendicular with with the wind so it's hitting me on my left side so i can kind of so then i you know obviously every cast i'm getting excited so i'm not thinking but my cast was right spot on right on the tip of that bonefish and it hit right away and uh it went into my backing that's yeah. awesome that's cool. <laughs> we um we yeah. we yeah, yeah in like seconds too that's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Well, the the, the thing yeah. about the fish, if you if we're gonna compare the fish fights on the flats versus the boats, I, f- I find that the the ones on the flats because they're not worried about sharks, they're darting less left and right. They just mm-hmm. they get hooked and then they're just like, okay, we'll see you, you know. And they're not they're not like, where should I swim? Is there a shark behind? They're just like, no, I don't like this, and I'm. I'm and they're not trying to stick with yeah. school, you know. Yeah. Yes. 
That's right. Yeah, they're just like, uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-mm. But, but to not- Yoma's point, like, oh. oh, Yoma's point, like, you walk in this flat sometimes for half an hour, maybe an hour without seeing anything. Sometimes it's just five minutes, ten minutes or whatever, but just depending on, you know, the way the schools are moving or if it's a single bonefish or a pair, you know, you, you're looking at empty water, you're looking at then all of a sudden you see some nervous water and then you see a tail mm-hmm. and you see a back and then you see the V wake it's making and you can pick out the direction it's swimming. It's like your heart does start going like starts racing. You're like, Oh fuck. Like, am I ready for this? Am I, am I going to put it in the right place? Am I going to gauge the distance properly? All this is going through your head. while at the same time, the fish is like swimming pretty quickly, either away from you or to you or beside you. And, and you know, you have to do everything pretty quickly after, you know, potentially half an hour of just you know making talladega nights jokes to each other then you have to like kind of <laughs> like i always know when matt catches a f- or spots a fish because he'll be halfway through a joke he'll be like yeah so anyway that one time that i and then everything goes quiet and i look at him he's like a pointer finding a pheasant and yeah, just like, he's- all of a sudden <laughs> he's just like it's and it happens in texas too like when you're on the when you're on the polling deck and you're telling me a story or something and all of a sudden just everything gets uh gets really quiet and i'm like oh matt matt has seen something <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The and yeah exactly you got and you got to put it all together while you're still like you're kind of freaking out like what did Pr- prince in the interview actually yelled my prince does <laughs> kind of make fun of you a bit because you said your knees were shaking like doing it like yeah. an elvis knees kind of thing yeah <laughs> hey mine, mine did that today I, I got to spend quite a bit of time on the bow of skiff here in texas and um yeah you know and i just finished six seven days of fishing you know which is the most fishing i've done for myself in a long time um still you know you get that shot you see those fish coming from a long way away and you start you know putting some pressure on yourself and getting a little little shaky need Shaking the knees, uh, yeah. Nervous water to nervous knees, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, you know, I was I was kind of walking um, by myself um, a little bit just because I'd done it a lot before. And Prince as the guide, you know, I wanted I wanted y'all to get the the full experience. So you only you spent a lot of time walking with Prince, I which I did. It's kind of funny. He and uh, you guys saw how he and I are together. Like, I love him like a brother, but we fight like brothers sometimes. And and when mm-hmm. he and I go fishing, it's usually too many captains in the boat. So we'll, we'll anchor up, and he'll walk one way, and I'll walk the other. And you know, whoever comes back to the boat first goes and picks the other guy up. Um, right, right. So I, I want to know maybe from your standpoint, like how how was that walking with Prince, and and what what was he talking to you about the whole time? Was he instructing you the whole time or just when you were finding fish? Um, he was instructing me the whole time. You know, there was no, there was no quiet moment. Um, even though we were trying to be quiet, there was no real, uh, feeding you information. Yeah, yeah. He's feeding me information and mostly about my shoes. <laughs> and, you know, there's not a whole, a whole lot of coral. So, the the lighter um salt boots the better um versus like the bigger ones that i've had and although i have the same boots and they just carry a lot of water and he was just saying you know the lighter 
the shoes you have or the, the slimmer they are, the better and the sleeker they are in the water and the quieter they'll be. Because bonefish are, you know, crazy spooky. So he's talking to me about that every day, actually. And I'm like, Prince, I can't change my boots, man. <laughs> Next time yeah. we'll... Where's the fly shop? Yeah, yeah. Until, until Andros opens a fly shop. Like, we, we just got these. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then the other thing, he, you know, it wasn't just one other thing, but uh, the biggest one was uh, casting in the wind. He's like, you know, making sure I'm prepared. He was telling me how, you know, how the bonefish kind of, um, you know, how they feed, how they swim, when, you know, their movements and how they'll work and then what to look for in terms of nervous water, tailing, that kind of thing. Uh, whether, you know, when it's, you know, how it's easier to spot them when the sun is at a certain level and not, he mentioned as well. Oh, man, he mentioned a lot, actually. Um, and uh yeah he talked about the sharks if the sharks are around it's probably if you spot a shark first it's probably a good sign that the bonefish are close by because the sharks are looking to feed on the bonefish things like that right he also mentioned what you mentioned earlier and he would talk about this a lot actually it's like you know once the tide is you know how the tide works and once the tide is gone you'll see them come into the shallower depths and then you know versus you know, um, when they school up, when the tide is high kind of thing. So it was an ongoing conversation while we walked together. Uh, there was never a dull moment um, yeah. at all. That's Only, awesome. But yeah, yeah. And then as soon as we would see a fish, then the excitement would happen. Then my heart would race. And then he would, then his voice would be like, come on, come on, quiet. Move fast, yeah. but move slow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. you know, all those things because, you know, this is the opportunity and the opportunities don't come along, come or come around that often, you know, uh, you know, yeah. yeah, you could see them in five minutes, but you could see them in a half an hour. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And I felt like that, that's a good point. Like, you know, we did, it was a, you know, there's a lot of information in three days. Like it's the most I've ever learned about bonefish between, you know, madam, I, I know I'm like, you know, constantly asking you questions in Texas and here too. And, you know, Yelma, you got to walk the flat every day with Prince. And I didn't, unfortunately. You know, so the few times I, you know, got instructions from Prince was usually on the boat. Mm-hmm. But it's cool just like, you know, this guy knows <laughs> these fish. You know, yeah. and, and it's yeah. it's cool. It's 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 cool and and man can he fish. Like yeah. he's a great angler. Like he's really good yeah. caster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does this thing where he kinda like I can't explain it properly because I'm gonna say well, it's like an underhand cast, but no, like the rod follows the, you know, an overhand mm-hmm. path, but the line, I think Matt, you said like, I don't understand how the fly turns over, but it does. <laughs> wow. And it's, it's just the like the line loop. almost goes. It almost looks like a tailing loop, but it's not like it's, it's right. just the tightest loop you could possibly throw without it tailing. Oh, wow. Whoa. Oh. And he's got, he's got just the, the timing in his wrist flick. Mm-hmm comes at the right time and that combined with the power that and line speed that he puts into the rod um it's yeah he can that's i mean that's how he, he taught himself um by hooking how, himself in the back of the you might have mentioned this earlier but how how old is prince like how long has he been fly fishing for prince i think he just turned 54 well, he's been fly fishing like a long like his whole life kind of thing or fishing his whole life you no know, um just conventional fishing up until um, you know, the early 2000s, 
maybe yeah maybe okay. 20 years or so um okay. when he picked up a fly rod um mm-hmm. but yeah he just taught himself and he, he's an athlete so right. he's got the dexterity and the coordination yeah. and it just clicked he'll, he'll tell you he was the best basketball player on andros yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah but he he will. <laughs> well we we have an interview with him is this a good time to like cut to that you think although what do you think yeah, I think so. I mean, like, there's really, like, to, to, to day, talk about day three, like, what can we just say about day three? Like, aside from it was a lot Man like gross. day one, except for the weather was even better. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the weather was amazing. We caught a bunch of fish from the boat. We saw a bunch of fish. Um, I got to fish more. Yeah. That was nice for me. <laughs> yeah. You got to and, fish uh, close to the mangroves, too, Aldo. Yeah, that was cool. You know, we were we were we were fishing beside some islands, and and yeah, we spent the the um, the last part of the day on a different flat, um, <laughs> which was a little bit more, um, like uh, wasn't as wasn't as shallow, and the the bottom wasn't as hard, so the wading was a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But there was fish, Matt. You you know you got into a couple, which was really cool. And then to Yelma's point, we we kind of. We got to go through these. We 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 got to see these little took to the boat through, um, and we posted an Instagram story about this. But we the the little channels through the mangroves. So that was really cool, like seeing like the little the the mangrove system, which we hadn't really done the other days. And and that was the cool thing, Yilma. You mentioned this earlier today, um, mm-hmm. when you came and picked up some stuff from my house. But you know, Prince did show us something different about his you know backyard every day. And so we got so. That would be the only thing we really need to mention about day three. Um, the the that spooky was different. Or, it was just or the was, attitudes of the fish were. Yeah, they were just tough to catch. I mean, it was it was a real challenge to get those fish to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, that's that's why we love it. If it were easy, we'd have been bored by day two. Yeah, yeah. Challenge I mean, that's just the thing. Is yeah. there's a lot of fish and. And you know, Prince puts you on them, and yeah. um, and we did really well. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm with you, Mitch. Like, we should just cut to this interview right now, so everybody can hear from the man himself. Yeah. Actually, I'll set it up, Matt. You it was just it was a conversation between two pals, Matt and Prince, two brothers yeah. sitting like. Yeah. Where were you guys sitting? Because there's like you can hear water in the background, and obviously, like the audio is not like this because you're in a room. And like, where were you guys at? We were on the patio of the villa. Uh, which is great oh, as you know where we spent a lot of our time just talking about the day fishing and uh, telling stories and all that so it worked out great so this is yeah, a slice yeah. of audio from the moment from that place from that time that's cool okay sweet well yeah let's cut to that listen to prince check him out here's prince and matt today's episode is brought to you in part by gills fly fishing international Gills Fly Fishing International provides the destination fly fishermen with the best personalized trip planning and booking experiences possible. And they run FFI Magazine, an online fly fishing magazine with articles from your favorite fly fishing writers. The magazine is filled with tips, trips, and tight line stories to get you jacked for your next adventure out on the water. Visit flyfishinginternational.com to learn more. That's flyfishinginternational.com. My name is Prince Maya. I'm a boat fishing guide from Nicholson Islands, Bahamas. Uh, I fished these areas for about uh, 10 years and I was doing it a long period of time and uh, I'm continuing still doing it and I wish I still to be around a long period of time again. I wish to do it more and more. 
Yeah, Prince, so uh, tell us about where we are and where we fish from where we are. All right, right now, we're in Nicholas Town on the beach. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a nice area where a lot of, we had, uh, back in the days, we, had, we used to have a lot of, we used to have a lot of, you know, Germans living in these houses and stuff. And, you know, after a period of years, uh, things get, you know, hurricane and storms and, you know, things push them away and push them around and, they left, and you know we got a few Americans around. Yeah. Uh, a few guys built some houses in Nicholas Town. In Nicholas Town, yeah. built some houses in Nicholas Town, and uh, you know people still coming in pretty slow. So yeah. we got a few Americans built and buy a bunch of these villas up. Yeah. And they're living around. So I mean, it ain't as fast as it ain't as fast as it used to be like about six, seven, eight years ago. You know? Sure. It slowed down a little bit. Sure. So and you so know these the, like the villa we're in, right? The people come here um, to fish. Right. Um, where 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 were we fishing? Well, the day where we fish, you know, we fish like in we call it like low south. Okay. Uh, we put the boat in the rock, and you know, uh, it's really like the jolters. We call the it the jolters, okay. you know, and you're fishing all those keys, yeah. and it's a pretty, you know, wide flat, you know, a lot of fish. You know what I mean? Big schools, you know what I mean? Low tide, low tide is better fishing than for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. With most of my clients. Yeah. And some of my skinny clients, water. some of my clients are like skinny water. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, they like the fishing in shallow water, you know what I mean? Right. A lot of people don't like the fishing, like the big schools because of, you know, sharks and things like that. But some people who can't walk, you know, yeah. long, I put okay. them on like small flats. Okay. Short flats, catch one or two, move. It's another so, one move. What, um, a, a few years ago, you you told me that uh, locals pronounce the Jolters keys uh, differently. Is uh, can you can you tell me what that pronunciation is? They pronounce it different. The Josie keys. Josie keys. Josie keys. Yeah, Josie I hear keys. I hear Sean and yeah, that's and Josie keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, Josie they keys. call it Jolters. Yeah. Jolters. We call it Josie keys. Jolters, right? Really Josie okay. keys. I thought that yeah, was but, interesting. Yeah, but Josie keys, the main Josie keys is owned is owned by. One of the ministers in Nassau. Oh, really? One of the, one of the, one of the ministers in the in the PLP headquarters. Okay. One of those guys owned that. Really? And you know, for, for over the years, a period of years, yeah. people was trying to buy it. Yeah. You know, to make like bone fishing and large and do stuff like that out sure. there, but they don't want to sell. Okay. And you know, we was hoping that one day they do it. And then a couple of few years ago, uh, they was talking to some people about getting the sand. They yeah. said the sand would. Yeah, and the jolt is, is good sand, you know, like oh, right. good sand for building for houses. And, yeah. Pro, yeah, yeah. this is some of the, one of the best sand in the world, really? right in Josie Keys. I got so, you. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, I, I don't know if it come on stream yet, you know, but, you know, like, sure. and they're still trying to, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the seminar in Nassau, you know, those yeah. guys, uh, they're still trying to do the mining thing. Right. And, you know, the so, government's still working on it. Okay. And, the people, you know, they're trying to stop the mining thing, yeah. but you know, like I saying, we don't know what it could affect or what could happen, you know what I mean? To the yeah. fishing industry. Right. You know, but like I say, they're still trying to get it in and yeah. you know, they're fighting hard to get it in. So the okay. government's still prolonging on it. Yeah. So it's okay. a long process, you know what I mean? So mining. I guess to take a step back a little bit, so so we're we're in Nichols Town. Right. Kinda in between Kong Sound and Low Sound. Right. Right. On right. the beach. Um, and, and we put in 
of the boat ramp and low cell, right? right. So yes. um, we didn't have a very long run to where we were fishing, right? No, but tell about 10, 20 minutes, 10 yeah. minutes. So tell, like, that's a vast area. When we could have gone, how many, two, an hour and a half north? Maybe? No, not an hour and a half. Hour? You can't go an hour and a half. Like yeah. The only, the most you could go is the, the less you go is about maybe 30 minutes. Okay. 45 okay. minutes, that's it. But it's so, a vast, vast area, right? Yes. Um, and, and so this is my second trip here. Um, the first trip, all we did was wade fish. Right. This, this year, we, this trip, we had higher tides. Right. So we, uh, we pulled from the skiff right. a little bit. Right. Um, and just tell us about like the flats and I get, tell me about how, how, like, how the tide why we, why, why we did that and what, why you like the low tide so much right you know but anyway why i like the low tide so much yeah. is that with the low tide the fish yeah what they do they spread out uh-huh and they you can catch like singles and doubles so they're happier a little bit they're happier yeah. and they tail in and feed more better right with the high tide most of the fish they carouse together yeah. you know they like stays together from the sharks yeah trying to eat them and right. they stay they go on the flats and they stay together yeah and you know like they stay together because you know they don't want the sharks to yeah, get in yeah. and try to eat them one by one right. and get them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and they get hot. Yes, and as the tide, when the tide gets so high, then the flats, the lower part of the, the, lower part of the flats, yeah. they like to go and hang out in there. Yeah. They ain't gonna stay in the deep water. Right. You know, cause they're afraid they can eat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. that's that's mostly, you know what I mean? Sure. But if, you know, with, with bone fishing, but I like the low tide. Yeah. The low yeah. tide is the best. But, you know, we, we knew that, um, you knew that our falling tide was gonna be in the afternoon and uh, you know we could have sat here at the villa and wait around on the beach, but we we made the best of it, right? Right. And so, what? Tell us about like you know we fished three days with you, and each day was fairly similar as far as the program. Like so, what did we start right. out? We started out. Uh, what was our program in the mornings usually? Like pulling from the boat. Yeah. Our program was mostly like pulling from the boat, pull pull for a while, a couple of hours, then the tide yeah. start to get. At the right angle, right. where you can fish. Yeah, you know so I mean? tide. anchored on and those. Most of the time, like about three, uh, the tide was falling like about around two thirty, mm -hmm. three o'clock, and it was perfect. Yeah, it was ripping out. And then, you know, after a while, you know, three, four o'clock, you know, the sun going down, and then it yeah. probably started getting dark. It's hard to see. Yeah, hard yeah. to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, so but if a tide, if you could catch a tide like that, yeah. a falling tide in the morning, with a low tide like that, with nice yeah. sun, right, it would be the bomb. That's you know ideal, know I mean? right? Yeah, ideal. Yeah, that's ideal. Ideal for the jolly. Yeah, but you know. You, I mean, uh, you, you know, all yeah. the time, stuff, ain't gonna be perfect. Yeah, ain't gonna be perfect. That's cool though that like you, like we were on fish, yeah, all day, yeah. every day, yeah, really, every day, every day. You know, yeah. Um, and I, I think that surprised me as far as, um, you know, knowing we're putting in in the morning with an incoming high tide. You know, what are and we gonna find, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. But you know, you knew, you knew that wade fishing was out of the question and the fish would be condensed right right so right. like a kind of a, a work hard work smarter not harder right kind exactly. Of thing, right exactly. Exactly. so were you uh how how do you keep us on the schools like describe uh with your with your boat and what we well, did well you know like really once you get around those mangoes and those deep holes yeah always look like you know the same thing like the west side you yeah. find a deep hole right. a deep grass spot that's where they're gonna hang sure. it with a high tide. Yeah. 
they goes there and they hang in there. You might have one of two shafts sticking yeah. together with them. Yeah. But they hang in the deep hole. And all they do is just go yeah. downwind from the fish, drop your anchor, set up, set up yeah. drop your anchor down, smooth. Because yeah. out there in the flats, it ain't like the west side where you got the mud, you can stick your right. pole in the mud. Right, you can't stake up easy. Mode. You can't stake up easy. Yeah. So you have to drop your anchors gradually, sure. slow the water, we'll drop it nice and soft. Yeah. Then yeah. the boat, you'll be on the bow, Right. angle on the front, boom. Yeah. You can cast and catch five, six fish nice. in no time. And you can, um, you were able to still maneuver the boat with the pole to, with an anchor. to angle, right? Yeah. To, to give, yeah. so you wouldn't get hooked in the head or exactly. anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's the number one rule, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the number one rule. You don't yeah. want to get hooked in here. Don't want to, yeah. No, you don't want to hook right. the guy. I, I, no, I, 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 get, I, I get hooked a lot. You, know, but you, don't you want see that guy. fly coming, you jump, huh? Yeah, well, you know, sometimes, you, you know, shit, it's dangerous, you know what I mean? Those flies yeah. can be dangerous. That's right. You can get knocked in your eye or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the lip, I see guys have flies in the lip. Oh. You know? You know, uh, I know you spend a lot of time on the west side. Right. And I, I know a little bit about, I, I know a lot about your background because we've been buddies a long time. But, right. Um, uh, explain to me how like how you, you found bone fishing, okay, as as a as a viable career for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, like you know, a couple of years ago, like ten years ago. Yeah. You know, like I was I used to fish by yeah. myself. You know, like go fishing in with spinning reels. Yeah. And like you know, going to flats with my friends, mm -hmm. and we go and catch like fish for us to eat. Yeah. You know, to make the stew count and the stew fish in the morning. Right. With the family, and sometimes like you know, I said to myself, you know. So a couple of years ago, I said to myself, I said, you know what? I think I better get in the guide, you know what I mean? I could do this, you know what I mean? You're finding fish. Because I find a fish, I know, I yeah. know the flats. Yeah. I know how to run a boat. I yeah. know where all the fish are. So, yeah. like a couple of years ago, right in this villa, yeah. I had like, you know, like two guys who want to fish. Yeah. And these guys, they was here fishing in, on kayaks and stuff. And they was down in Pleasant Harbor, okay. right? They left him here. And they went in Pleasant Harbor, and they stayed with this lady in, an, in another lodge. And she said that, you know, anybody who comes to my lodge have to use my guide. And, you know, the guy already died, died probably six, seven years ago, he already died. But, you know, he was a good friend of mine. He was a good guy. I like him, Jackie, he was Jack's friend. And he was a good guy. And, he, you know, like, the problem is with him, he, uh, what he was doing with his clients, you know, like he was taking them to the same flat every day. Yeah. You know, and they, not say getting pissed off at it, but you know, like, right. they, they, get it, they say, right, they, they know they notice it. And they say, man, we got to do something. Come so what they did, they got a few kayaks. They got three kayaks. And one day, right in the ocean, they said, me and my son, I, I was on my, you know, the panty dropper, the jet ski. <laughs> yeah. I had a panty dropper, and I went around yeah. the Jotus area, uh -huh. riding around, just skating around a little bit, skating around. And I went into the flat with my jet ski. Yeah. And I was coming back up. And right. I saw these three guys, like, you know, struggling to get up the current pilot. Yeah. So I, I swing over to them, you know, my jet ski. Hey, guys. And they are, you know, they're talking to me in a nice way. They say, man, listen, Prince, we've been in like two days. Yeah. And we had caught no fish. I said, what? You only caught no fish? All those fish are there? He <laughs> said, so the guy said, Neil, this guy, Neil, you know, he said, he said, man, listen, you, you, you can guide? I said, sure, I can guide. You know, but you know, I was just yeah, yeah, no. trying to, yeah. I didn't know shit, you know, going on. So I said, yeah. I can try it in India. Yeah. Where I can make this money, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah. So I say, you know, so I was lucky the first time to do it and make our money and I did it right. Yeah. So I said to myself, let me try it. 
So the next day I said, look here, guys, I can get a boat. I can get a boat and I can take you out. So I went and borrowed one of my friend boat, you know? Yeah. I said to myself, I said, you know what, let me take this guy. So I said, all right, guys, I'll meet you all by, by uh, Rose Island, like about 8 o'clock sharp. Yeah. I run down there, pass here, run down there, go down there, boom. Yeah. Pick them up, hit the flats. I get them on like two nice, huge flats, you know, like walking like almost a mile and a half. And these guys are great fishermen. They, I told them, but really? good. They like the fishing by themselves. And normally, like, how I fish with three guys or four guys, yeah. and normally I got like, how these guys got, how these guys got the radios? Yeah. I, I give this guy a radio. I say, listen, if I walk in north or so, I give him a radio. And if they ain't find no fish, I say, they'll call me Prince. Where to walk now, you know? <laughs> and I'll say, keep walking west. Yeah. You know, or keep walking south. Sure. And I put these guys on the flat all day. These guys caught like, I talk about like, six, seven, eight fish a piece. Mm -hmm. and, and they believe, like, to me, I just one of the best guys they ever been in their life. Yeah. Here. So, <laughs> I invited them back like, a couple of years ago. You know, after that, I invited them back and I had them stay here. And late in the evening, just like I come to you guys, I sit down at that table. Yeah. Neil said, listen, Prince, you want to learn how to tie flies? I said, shit, yeah, I want to learn that. Yeah. And believe me, I sit down and he showed me how to tie flies. Yeah. And that's one fishing guy yeah. I'll never climb, I'll never forget. Yeah. This dude learned me a lot of shit. Yeah, you know, on the water, how to tie flies. Right, just cool. sit down at the table. And I tie flies. And I tied the first one, yeah. it wasn't too good, right? Yeah. I tied the second one, I tied one or two. And then he started saying, then he started saying to me, then he started saying to me, say, he started saying to me, say, uh, uh, man, you, you, get, you, you could be pretty good at tying flies. Yeah. I said, shit, yeah. So I start tying flies and tying them. The next day I tie, you know, more, and it started looking pretty good, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what do you, you say, what do you do? He said, the next time we come back, we got to bring you like tying stuff and we got to bring you like a bench to tie flies. And they brought me one. And from there on, I was gone. Nice. And they keep coming to me like years after years, years after year. And I used to fish. That's I used cool. to take them out fishing it, right? Yeah. I used to fish two guys in the boat, right? And they used to, you know, like give me an extra money for the next guy when yeah. I fished two guys. So I, I did all that for years with them. Then after a while, okay. you know, the rule came in that that you can't fish by yourself without a guy. You can't fish two people in the boat okay. no more. You know what sure. I mean? You gotta fish two people. Yeah. So I told them that, and then after a while. And then after that, the boat you all ride in the day. Yeah. The use, each one of those guys, it was Rob, Neil, uh, Freddie, uh, uh, Don, and Henry. Okay. Five guys. Yeah. All put together, and they sent me like about, they sent me about 15,000 bucks. Damn. 15 grand they sent me. There you go. And I, I went and bought that, that huge. That huge. Yes. Nice. 15 grand. So they, they, got, they, they were so, they didn't like me so much. They yeah. say, look here. They knew I you think, had a future. Yes, they say, this business is getting so good. The first, the That's first boat I bought was the Silver King. Yeah. I bought it from Miami Beach. And I yeah. bought that and, uh, you know, I bought it from one of this guy, one of those Israelis. Yeah. In Miami Beach, bought it, bring it over. Had it all rigged up, okay. up, rewired and everything. Bought it over and I had my yard sitting there. I was using that. And then this was getting so good, moving, yeah. rolling, fishing and coming in. They said, we can, I can buy another boat. So yeah. they sent the money to me. Okay. I sent it over, bought it, and I had two boats. Nice. Nice. And I maintained them. Good deal. 
So I don't know if you look at them, right? they still look in good shape. Yeah, man, you know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, I know what you're doing. I know that. Yeah, they still in good shape. So, so about the jolters. So, what's so great about the jolters? Why should, why should people come fish the jolters? What's, well, what's appealing well, about it? The the jolters. You know why it's so good about the jolters? I think it's the sand. Sure. The sand. The bottom is more hard. Well, it's, it's I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed your buddy yesterday running on the flats. Yeah. Running, man. Come, you see him running? Oh yeah. I, I try to figure out, you figure out way more space you could run like that on the flats and not fall down. Because he was a ways away from me and I was the one catching the fish. So right. he had, yeah, he had Yeah, but you notice that he, he was running, he was right. running coming to you. Yeah. And those places you go like that, you can't find places like that. Right, no. They're all heavy and yeah. deep water. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, and out there, why I so like out there, you know, like, the water gets so shallow sometimes. Yeah. And the fish come to the ocean and they be able to feed in the tail and you can you go yeah. a bunch. They do, they do seem to... Be yeah. happiest in the happy. shallowest water. Uh, shallow water. Where, and, and those, those on the ocean, yeah. they're happy to be able to. Yeah. And that's you know? easy. It, it's convenient for the fishermen, right? Yes. Yeah. Because the skinnier water, the, the, the better they can see them. And what the flat I have you on a date. I mean, to tell you the truth, you ain't seen that yet. If I could get a good day on the flat, yeah. to show you what's going on on the flat, they're a little like, spooky Let me fish. Yeah. So what I was telling anybody here today, that what we was doing today, we was behind the fish. Uh huh. But you saw when you eat lunch. Yeah. I stopped there enough to see how the water level was, and we could walk into the fish, yeah. going up like this. And it was coming down. You notice that it was coming sure. off the flat because we was behind the fish. You notice when you yeah. cast, he was casting down yeah. behind the fish, coming to the fish. Yeah. Right. But right. see, normally I maybe eat lunch day, yeah. we could pull, we could go up into the fish and walk, but the right. tide still was still too high. Yeah. Normally when I put right. the boat in there sometimes, I wanted to be dead low. Yeah. Then walk into them. And then walk the whole flat and boom. Yeah. That was pretty bad. That was badass. Um, yeah. We had we had a phenomenal time. I, I I had to walk with Aldo most of the time, yeah. um, which was great. We had a good time. And but from a distance, it looked like you and Yoma were having a good time too. Tell me tell me about guiding Yoma. You got it like three days with him. Well, uh, I mean, Dennis you know, Yoma, he's he's pretty good. You're okay, yeah. okay, I can I can work with him. <laughs> yeah, you know. Okay, good. Uh, but his, his only problem is. I think he got to do a little more practicing into the bit. Downwind, yeah, he's perfect. Yeah. Downwind, he's perfect. Yeah, he, is, he, he, can catch fish. he can catch 60, fish perfect. He can catch boat, fish right? perfect downwind. Sure. And really, to tell you the truth, he's going down. And and, and and the problem is with him, uh, like I say, he got some noisy shoes. His boots are really noisy. Noisy boots. Yeah, and you know, it's really heavy. So Is it the you, actual boots or the, 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 it's he's a not used to walking? The boots carry a lot of water. Okay. You know, because if, if he put on lighter shoes, like. What you got on? One of those Sims, uh, lighter shoes, boots. Mm -hmm. He can be more quiet, you know. I think I he can you. walk more quiet. I got you. You know what I mean? But you know what? He's he's pretty good. He's all right. Yeah. He can, so he can catch fish. He's got hope, huh? Yeah, he's, he's got hope for you. I mean, he got he can catch fish. Yeah. So, so you you have him back? Yeah, yeah, man. Any any day, I'll have him. I'll fish him any day. He's a good, he's a cool dude. Yeah, I have him. He can fish. Yeah. But he just need more. What about? He, hey, he needs what, more lesson. You know what I mean? The, is it where his knees a little? No, he's doing that. He's doing that. He's doing that yesterday. He's shaking. he's shaking his knees. Oh man! You were you getting him nervous? Or you think? No, the fish no, no. He was nervous. Just he was nervous. Just trying to catch a fish. <laughs> you know, he's trying to say, "I'm not going back to that boat unless I catch a fish." Yeah. You know what I mean? I gotta catch a fish. So I have my fingers crossed and saying, "Do Lord, let him catch a fish." Because <laughs> he, he he's shaking. shaking. Yeah. He had the yeah. jiggle vest on his legs. That's shaking. <laughs> Oh, the Elvis knee, huh? Yeah. The Elvis knee. But he, he, did, he did okay yesterday. Yeah. He did okay. I got you. Know, he, caught, he caught a few fish in the boat. Yeah, and you were trying, there's one 
aspect of his cast you were really working yeah working with but like i said the only problem we got yeah gotta practice casting slightly into the bit okay you know that's that's the only problem we got yeah he ain't got no other problem downwind i think he's fine sure he can hit fist downwind sure you know he, i think he can get 60 feet 50 feet easy downwind so with you obviously taught me a lot right one thing you taught me was how to like how to tie bonefish flies right right yeah and, and the profile and the weight and you're always harping on me and my, my flies are too light too light man yeah they're too light man yeah hey, go yeah because, you know yeah and we give each other a hard time but right um you have your go-to flies if, if you had to choose one fly if you were a fly right what fly would you be a lead lead fly well, don't say yeah can't tell me about your pattern right you mean the only the only the, the only the, the one fly i like i like like my sweet island girl the sweet island yeah. girl. My sweet and island we, girl. You tied that before us the other yesterday yeah. morning. Yeah, my All sweet right. island girl. I like that. And tell us about what goes into into that. I mean, if if you want to give away secrets, you don't no, have to give away I, too no, much. No, not really, not really, not really to give away secrets. But to tell you the truth, with the sweet island girl, uh, the, the, the trick is the main trick is that is the right size lead. Right size lead. Yes. See, because yeah. what I'm saying to you, some areas you fish. Yeah. You can use a lead fly in shallow water yeah. and in deep water. Right. And the mainest thing about it is that sometimes my trick, yeah. like that's saying game people another trick, but see it's tricky. When you cast another fish, you want a fly, you drop quietly. Right. You're casting 60 feet of fish, boop. So you small, you, small plot. It drop, boop. You don't yeah. want a big plot. Yeah. Big splash, you're gonna spook it. But you still want to sink to the bottom. And right? some people, like the back of this again, some people, yeah. Casting skills. Yeah. Like, you know, not like yours or mine or whatever, like, you know. Oh, some yeah, people, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people's casting skills are not great enough to like land a fly right where they want it, you know? Yeah. They'll yeah. put it in there and then drop it in the heart. Right. You know what I mean? When you gotta be telling the guy, when you gotta be telling the guy, longer. Yeah. Then longer. Lay too hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. And then what I say you, so what I'm saying to you, sometimes and then like, you know, shallow water, two, three feet water, you could use a big chain. Yeah. Some fish will come up. See, but bone fish is not really bone fish is like this. They'll never they never want to come to the top uh, to eat. Right. They like it down the on the bottom. On, their mouth They're going down. Once yeah. a fly is on the bottom of a dragon on the side, yeah. dude, so they it. If they might go for a fly that's up on the water, but the way they're not the situation. The ones who go for it on top of the water, a few will go for it on top of the water now. But yeah. the ones who go for it on top of the water, they're, they're the big schools. Yeah. Big schools. Might be harder to hook. Yeah, big schools. Right. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, that's that's good. That's good, man. Chris, anything else you want to talk to say about, like, how can people book? Yeah. Uh, like, like, if people want to book, how can they book? Can they email you? Can they yeah, call email. you? Yeah, well, uh, if anybody want to book, yeah. fishing with me, they can email me. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Once they got my numbers. What's your email like, address? Uh, Prince Myers at hotmail.com. Yeah. And my Gmail is Prince Myers. Prince, my, my, my Gmail is Prince R. Myers. Okay. At right. gmail.com. That's my Gmail. Awesome. My well, cell phone number, 242-471-7131. Hey. Hey. Well, they'll, they'll, they'll put a link uh, with with the podcast or an interview and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, um, and, you know, you know, everything should be cool now. Thanks. Uh, thanks for I mean, uh, just looking at all the, photos and what's going on yeah that should get you know get everybody rally up 
You get here to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? you, uh, you're obviously food. the man. The food look good. The yeah. food is good. Y'all guys eat it. Yeah. It ain't like y'all oh, eat the food. So good. I mean, I mean, if y'all if y'all tell me if y'all tell me the food is shitty, then you know I buy it fear. But my wife, you know, <laughs> like like you said, <laughs> Nalo, hey. you know, I told my wife tonight, you put love in the food. You know, oh, she's put love in it, and so she look at me. She look at me. Yeah, you can taste it in the food. So my good. wife does that. Oh, so I'm telling you. I mean, trust me, it's, it's a lot of stuff she can cook for you. Yeah, if you man. eat it, you go there. Trust me. Yeah. And Johnny, she got some Johnny cakes you make. Some, oh, some Johnny cakes and some stew fish. Some stew fish and Johnny cake. Yeah. Oh, man. Dang. Thanks, thanks for showing us a great time. And thanks for showing us around your town and your fishery. And um, these guys had a great time. I know they'll be back. And yeah. Of course. Uh, thanks, Francis. I might come visit you every now and then, too. Yeah. Every what? <laughs> every now and again? I don't hear that now. Just to see me waking like this no more. Everybody, you come here to go to Filipino. If you tell me you come like this, then they come here. I come here. Yeah. All right, buddy. You're welcome. Listen to those guys, eh? A couple of fun-loving guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like, you two are, well, yeah, you're like, you know, you, you're like brothers. Like you bicker like brothers, which is admittedly entertaining for everybody who aren't, who isn't you two. <laughs> yeah. And then, but you get along and you can tell you guys have had a rapport for, is that kind of safe? To, was that like when you first Absolutely. met Prince where you're like, this guy's kind of, you know, this is my kind of guy kind of thing? I was intimidated and uh, didn't know what to think of Prince for a while. And then <clears throat> I started just really no, noticing that he just by watching him, I got, I got to spend like a week riding on the cooler of his skiff at yeah. Flamingo and seeing how, how he maneuvered his boat and how he set his shots up and, and how he coached, uh, through the shot as far as when to strip. And, uh, sometimes he, he'll tell you to let it sink and strip at the same time, which I've told him that you can't possibly do that. <laughs> physics don't really add up do they yeah. but he really was uh and was a great mentor to me and still is um and once i once i reached out to him for for help mm-hmm. like he really latched on to me you know um and so i i mean he well, i was just fortunate to go to the prince uh guide school for saltwater and yeah um i i speak fluent prince i'm proud of that <laughs> you yeah and um you know it's uh it, but you know he he likes he he likes to test me and and ride me pretty hard and um i yeah. i learned early on that um that's just his way of uh coaching and and getting you fired up and um, mm-hmm. if, if I feel like he's pressing my buttons a little too much, I'll, I'll just stand up and press them right back to him and yeah. we'll go back and forth. <laughs> and then, and that's what he wants. He wants <laughs> you to have a backbone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I, he's not this big. I mean, I can see why, because he's 200 pounds and six foot five that like, you know, he can, he can kind of read as, as like intimidating, right? Intimidating, or or but but you maybe it's because Mitch, all all you and I do is bust people's balls all the time, but like all the fucking time. No, but I mean like in a joking kind of way. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that's how I read it, and yeah, yeah, I could see how if you're not used to that, maybe it could be off-putting. But yeah. 
but it just comes with so much knowledge that like I, I, I never I like I get like when he's like when he's telling you to do something or if, or if you fuck something up like I, I, I trout set a couple times yeah and it's more like come on man like you know better you know right like, right, know, right I've right. seen you do the thing mm-hmm. yeah. do the thing that you know how to do it's like a coach you know? it is like a coach yeah. you're right yeah. yeah yeah and so exactly. that's how I, I didn't read it as intimidated you know I've, I've heard some nightmare stories from Right. You know, some pe- from salt water, some people going to the salt and not having a good time. I can't see why you wouldn't have a good time with Prince, especially he's so proud of where he's from. Yeah, yeah. He's so proud. Like he's so proud of his backyard and and being from Andros and his bonefish and yeah and his community. Like just he would. Matt brought it up. He's like he waits to do his errands until we're all in the car, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, check it out. Look he's, at these guys with the cameras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. but then he's also like guys with the cameras like. This is the guy at the gas station. His right. name is yeah. this, and this is yeah. the grocery store that I always go to because sh- this is, you know, this person they That's run fun. the grocery store. And so he had a blast, like just life. showing you, getting to show you, yeah, like his I mean, life like, and stuff. Oh yeah, he met his yeah. wife and his sister-in-law, cool. and like you know the, bo- the you know the bar he took us to to buy that beer. He's just like, met oh, his this son. guy's had this bar forever. His son's mm-hmm. awesome, and mm-hmm. it was just like the whole thing was awesome. And people say fishing's just about the fish, eh? Come on. Eh. Right. <laughs> oh, so and also, um, if I may say so myself, I've been told that I can be a little bit sensitive to uh, things. And if I could, <laughs> if I could, if I, if I had a great time with Prince, I mean, I'm sure anybody will. So yeah. that's, that's just. The that's thing is, is with, with Prince, uh, you know, he's one of my best friends and I know a lot of fishing guides and there, I can say without a doubt, He's more excited and, and wants you to catch that fish more than any guy that I've ever been around. And right, like he's genuinely he like really catch that fish more than you do. Yeah. Um, no. And and it, it comes it comes across that way, and and he's oh, he's yeah. just enthralled with bonefish. I mean, he he knows how to find and catch permit and tarpon too, but but he's got this relationship with those bonefish that. Um, you know, he's just a, a master of it, and uh, he's he's an endearing soul too. You know, and and you just you see his big smile, and, and all he wants to do is is put you on fish and and show you his backyard and show you a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I yeah, we learned a lot. I I hope that's. I I don't think it's gonna be the only time I fish with him, but. I think it's you know what it is 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 you can tell he's an angler like uh, if it's his day off I, I I know he's going fishing yeah he's not doing something else you know and mm-hmm. it's kind of like you and Joe down in Texas Matt like you, it was your day off today and you you spent it on the skiff yeah it's like okay you know like you guys just like you know um, live and breathe it and you can feel that from him too right so it's just like if he wasn't guiding us he'd probably be fishing for bonefish mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm assuming <laughs> that's yeah. the way it felt anyway. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, geez, sounds like a heck of a trip. I mean, that is definitely an in-depth report. I'm I mean, looking at photos. At the, end of, at the the photos are, uh, yeah, everybody wait for the photos and check our Instagram. Cause I mean, we've already been kind of posting a little bit along the way and they're pretty gnarly like scenes. Um, but it sounds like it's just like an all around successful trip. You guys caught a bunch of fish, had some fun, met, got to meet Prince. Cool guide. He sounds like an awesome he's guide. He's on Instagram now, by the way. Oh yeah, didn't you make him an account? I did, and I love it. You know, it was, <laughs> and I, I, I don't even Instagram anymore. But it was, uh, you know, I was barking at him 
about how to use Instagram, like yeah. he would bark at me on how to, you know, catch a bonefish. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but uh, it's uh, his Instagram handle is uh, Fish with Prince and Captain Prince Myers. So go check um, him out. You can see what he's up to. Um, I I told him if he had any uh, questions or needed help, he could reach out to any of us uh, with that. But um, you know, that's a great uh, way to to market himself and, and show everybody what he's got going on. Yeah, absolutely. Check him out on Instagram. We'll put the, the at to, to Prince there in the show notes as well. And, and yeah, the follow along notes. on, uh, on social and, um, yeah, geez guys. sounds awesome. Video to come soon. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll start launching A content lot of about, editing. About, about the whole, the whole trip and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've, yeah, Matt. Thanks, Matt. You made this happen, dude. Like you, you connected all the dots here. So yeah, I love you it. Know, it's pretty cool that we met, and it's cool, pretty cool that we met the way we did, and came down to Texas, and then went to the Bahamas together. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Yep, pretty rad. I agree. Y'all, y'all are a fun crew to fish with, and and I plan to to go fishing with you guys a bunch, all sorts of places. I mean, the whole time we were talking about all the other places we want to go. So. Well, we gotta have you up here. That's the main thing. We need yeah. we need you to hundred percent. So I had a Canadian stamp on my passport. Yeah, on yes. we'll take you yeah, pike fishing. And... Yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. And smallmouth. Matt wants to catch a smallmouth. Oh, smallmouth. Oh, let's take him that. to Huron. Let's take him to Brandon Harbor. Oh, that's yeah, there you go. Like, oof, it's the best. Awesome. Hundred yeah. percent. We got to get on the water, Matt. Um, sweet. Okay. Well, that's another show, everybody. Everybody. Uh, I guess that's it. We don't really have much else to say. I mean, thanks Reddington and Rio again. You guys are amazing. Um, and thanks for sharing our, uh, our posts along the way on the journeys. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody at home, thanks so much for listening. Um, that's it for me, Mitch, although. Yeah, that's it for me. I mean, uh, Prince mentions his, uh, uh, how you can contact and book uh, with him, but uh, we'll put that in the show notes as well. And that um, you will. And, and uh, you know, I would encourage anybody either, if you've got the money, to go to Flamingo Key, but if you don't, uh, a much more accessible way to experience the, the Bahamas would be to fly to Prince's hometown, Nicholstown, and 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 go hang out with Prince in his backyard. Um, I think it's awesome. It's Absolutely. Awesome fish, but yeah, thanks everybody. Yoma. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. And Matt. I uh, enjoyed it, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on, Matt. It was good to see you, man. Likewise. See ya. You can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.